You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, and welcome to the program on this beautiful Wednesday. It is the last day of March. Amazingly enough, March has come, and today it's leaving. It's the yep. end of it. Anyway, we're glad you're here, guys. Welcome to the program. We're, we're always grateful that you take time out of your busy day to join us as we get into the Word of God, the, the Word of God, which is full of life and hope and great things. And we're in a great book right now. We're in the book of Hebrews, going to be reading chapter 4. We do this in, uh, you know, we do it as a team. It's always uh, uh, more fun, more enlightening to get into the Word of God with other people. And so my co-host today is Pastor Mark Cook. And uh, we get to do morning breath together today, Mark. We do. It's yeah. in Hebrews. I'm excited. Hebrews. Yeah. It's yep. my favorite book. So we want you guys to join us, and we want it to be your favorite book, too. <laughs> we want the whole Bible to be your favorite book. <laughs> yeah, well, Hebrews is a doozy, though, man. It is. You know, it's it's got so much about I mean, your people say, well, Romans or John or, you know, whatever. My two favorite books of the Bible, actually, pretty amazing, are Matthew I know I'm a little bit off on what most people say for the Gospels and Hebrews. Yeah. Um, I love the book of Matthew. It's uh, It's got such a story of redemption. Matthew was a tax-collecting bum that was on the way outside and no longer part of the family, mm. his, the Jewish family yeah. he was from, and he got welcomed back, and, you know, and then Hebrews is all about who got that done for him? <laughs> yeah, on well, Hebrews, man, I love <clears throat> Hebrews because it ties the whole Bible together, which is what I— It, it really is a hand. When that, when, when that clicked with me, it made a huge difference, and I think that that would be true for a lot of people Yeah, uh, to understand how the Bible works and how it comes together. So you need to be able to join us on Morning Breath and know what chapter we're going to be in. Yeah. So you need a Morning Breath guide. Get on the East Coast app or our website, ECCC. Dot us and you can uh, get to our podcast page and find the Morning Breath uh, chapter guide. You can also call us at the office here, 321-452-1060. We can email or mail you a guide and tell you how to find uh, your way around uh, on the Internet so you can find us on all the different ways. Catch our weekend services online if you're if you're not back in the building yet or if you live someplace far away and you're joining us uh, you know, across some distance. But uh, we want you to be part of the family. Absolutely. And don't forget Easter's coming. It's on the way. Come on. It's this weekend. Yeah. Man, it's amazing. Yeah. My <laughs> my son Andrew's like, why is it this weekend? A couple of years ago, it was on my birthday. His birthday's later in the month of April. He's like, I don't That's understand funny. it. That's funny. <laughs> and did you explain it to him? Uh, I said, you know what? I don't really remember all the reasons. <laughs> I don't. I forget why. It was, I know it has to do with it's a certain day after a certain number of days, but I couldn't remember what yeah, they were. Yeah, it, it has to do. Did I have to hand in my pastor card? It even has to, have to do with the moon phase and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah, mm. it's a little tricky. And uh, sometimes I think they're just guessing. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, nowadays, you know, it's it's kind of like like Thanksgiving. It's always on a Thursday. Yeah. But it doesn't always work out. Sometimes it's six days earlier in the month or six days later in the month. It's kind of the same way with Easter. It's either six days earlier in the it's always going to be on Sunday, though. Yeah. I just want you to yeah, know. Yeah, it'll always be. Always be on Sunday. It's <laughs> the way it works. But anyway, we we uh, you don't have to turn in your pastor card. Okay. Um, did we give you one? Or give it to Nick? I don't did know. Did we give you a pastor's card? 
Uh, I have. I brought my own. Oh, okay. Good. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I didn't even know we were giving them out. So yeah, you don't have to turn it into me because I. Didn't if you need a pastor's card, go to. No, I'm just kidding. Pastor Nick, he'll get you one. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah, I just give him my card. Ten dollars, and he'll do. He'll print you up a card. You know, there's a there was a ministry doing that for a while. They they got in big trouble. That's not true. Uh, you are. Let me just say this. You are a able minister. Of the New Testament. Yeah. Whoever you are out because there. Because God made it that way. Yeah, because God made you that way. Yeah. And that was his plan. So you don't need a card Amen. to be a minister because that's who you are in Jesus' name. So let's read. We uh, have a pretty short chapter again. Hebrews, Hebrews isn't a long uh, verse, uh, you know, long verses in its chapters at all. Right. Most of them are right around 18, amazingly enough. And we're right around 18 again today. In fact, we are exactly 16 verses. So I'm going to read the first eight. Let you read the last eight. And you got King it. James. Oh, me too. Don't even have to say it. Come on. All right. So I'll get you started. Let's go. All right. Pastor Dan, I say unto you, read, sir. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he has said. So I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, uh, excuse me, and again in this place, they shall not enter my rest, since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time as it has been said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterwards have spoken of another day. Verse 9, there remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he, has, he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that same rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. Wow. You know, I, uh, just that, I want to ask you a couple of questions, Pastor Mark, as we as we look at this. Um, we've got this uh, this thought 
In verse 10, for he who has entered his rest, and it's capital H, so it's talking about the rest of God, the, the rest that God offers, the rest that God has for the believer in Jesus. Am I describing that well? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Has himself also ceased from his works, small h, as God did from his big H. So it's it's saying here we gotta stop stop working and we gotta start resting. And I got to thinking about what kinds of things can become works in our life that actually are good, valuable. Uh, I'll give you an example right off the bat is speaking the word. I did a uh, Facebook. We do, we've got a kind of a smaller Bible study group that we do on Facebook um, where one of the verses that we used was Isaiah 53, 5. And I actually, the first verses I ever learned from the Bible were Isaiah 53, uh, three through five. And those were the first ones I ever memorized. I didn't even know, you know, what some of the words meant. And so I was looking them up as I was memorizing it and trying to figure out what the world is this talking about. But I was sick and I needed help. So I went to a verse that had a lot to do about healing. And I mentioned in there that this was the first verse I ever learned, but that literally I have gone back to that verse and I'm not exaggerating at all, thousands of times. I don't know, maybe tens of thousands of times, but for sure, thousands of times I've gone back to that verse at seasons in my life or the life of others and leaned back into it, repeated it again, confessed it, prayed it over somebody, uh, however you use the scripture, all the ways that you can use the scripture, I've gone back and done that. And I don't think in any way, shape, or form that's works. That is, I'm a, a new covenant believer. The word is the sword of the spirit. I've got battle to do with something going on in my life. So I take out the sword of the spirit, the word of God, and I go to work with it. But it could just as much become works with someone if they just kept saying it over and over and over again, thinking that if I just say it enough times or if I just, you know, get it enough, then something good will happen in my life. That is not the premise this is talking about at all. This is talking about a finished work. Something has been done, and it was done to such perfection, God said, I can't add to this. I'm going to sit down and take a break. Lemonade on the porch moment. I just finished the project, and there's nothing that you need to add to it. You can get in agreement with it. You can jump on board and believe it but you cannot add anything to it. And the moment you add anything to it, you've messed it up. So for example, it's confession, let's just say can become a work. Absolutely. Instead of 
a, a, a speaking from your heart the truth of what God has promised you. What else could? I think, I think um, serving in church, I think, is a big one. I think that uh, there are people out there who are who are who are serving in church because they feel a burden of something that they've done wrong at some point in their life mm. or something that they're dealing with even currently, mm. and they're coming to church because they're they think if they can come be here and work and serve and just work hard enough that'll make it make it go well and, and they want it to go away. They're 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 using oh. they're using that work to try to scrape that stain off. Without knowing that it's already been scraped off, oh. and I think that that I think that subconsciously, I, it, no, it's a good one. I we, like it. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you it's a good example, when you look at what is being said here, that's what it's talking about. Look at what it says here, right up front, Pastor Dan. Exactly the point you were just making. It says, "For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as them." This is the, verse two. Yeah, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. Not it's and so they they could work all they wanted, but they did. What there was a lack of believing. It says, "Let us be in verse eleven. It says, let us be diligent to enter that rest. Let anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience.' What was the disobedience? Well, they, they were walking around complaining about everything God did. They wanted to go back to Egypt. They were always griping about Moses. That was not the disobedience. No, no. <laughs> that wasn't it. It was it, simply that they didn't believe. That was the fruit. That was yeah. The fruit of what not believing. Yeah. If they'd believe God was going to take them to the promised land, it was all going to be good, they wouldn't have been complaining. They would have been saying, dude, we don't have to eat leeks and onions forever. I don't know. If, if, you, if you really read the Bible <laughs> and think about it, they're complaining because they don't have leeks and onions. Come on, people. Yeah. I mean, I could see complaining because you don't have lamb chops and T-bones. Yeah. But leeks and onions? Give me a break. Nasty. <laughs> it shows you how how broken yeah. their thinking of what the world has to offer is. Man, look how valuable that is. Well, if you think that's valuable, you have gotten—you're you're really not believing yeah. what God has for you because it's better than leeks and onions. It is. And so going back to the example I gave of somebody trying to get that stain off of their life mm, by coming and, and working as hard as they can, when it it that's going to that person is going to burn out. They're going to they're going to end up quitting. They're going to be frustrated because they're never going to find the freedom that they're looking for in that mindset. But when they get a breakthrough, come on. That the finished work like you were saying Pastor Dan that that has been done, that the the blood that washes away that stain has already been shed and all they've got to do is by faith stand under that cross and let it fall on them and see the empty tomb and see that the victory has been won when they when that happens, man, the change in somebody, they're, they're going to serve now. They're going to serve with joy. They're not going to get burned out. They're not going to be tired. They're going and they're going to bring energy and passion to it because there's purpose in it rather than trying to make something happen. Eventually, if you're trying to make it happen and you can't make it happen, you're going to you're gonna just give up and it's going to wear you down and probably leave you in a worse place than you were when you started. Yeah, which is tough. Let's, 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 let's maybe explain another thought to people because here, here's the next progression of this. So I have rest. Uh, it's already been done. It's the finished work of Christ. They use the example here of entering into the promised land, um, which we know was Canaan, uh, which we know was a land flowing with milk and honey that had grapes so big they had to carry them on a pole between two men. And we know all all the good things about it 
really we know we know a few of the good things about it. I need to correct that because only two spies came back and said, it's great, let's go get it. Ten spies came back and said, oh my God, it's way too hard. Let's not do it. And that's where that unbelief that he's talking yeah. about right here comes in. But here's, here's the other key that people have to see. When they got to the promised land and it had everything in it God promised them, it, w- it didn't mean there wasn't a battle. Right. It didn't mean there wasn't a fight. It didn't mean that they didn't have to take care of some things that were out of place that needed to be put in place. It didn't mean their teenager got up every morning and sang a hymn of praise to their mom and dad (laughs) and then went to school and got, you know, a 4.8 GPA. That's not what it's saying when it says rest Give us a little insight on that, Pastor Mark. Well, I, so, so you, they enter in the promised land. There's, there, it's full of people that God says you got to clean these people out. But here's the thing: we we saw how that worked because even though there were battles to fight, when they went to the Lord and they said, "Okay, Lord, how do we fight this battle?" When they got when they got to this city, right? They went city by city. Okay, Lord, and Jericho's a great example. Jericho's a great example. They got there. The Lord said, "Here's what you do at Jericho: you march around the city, do it for a week. And the last day, you do it this way, and it's going to work." They did it exactly what he said. Boom, it worked. City fell down. Yeah. They get to the next city, which was, what, half the size of Jericho? AI, yeah. AI, yeah. They get to the next city, which is basically like an outpost. Yeah, exactly. Comparatively. They only sent like 300 guys to go beat yeah. it. But they didn't stop and talk to God. They didn't ask God, hey, Lord, what's going You know, how do you want us to do this one? Will you lead us? <laughs> they just went and tried to do it on their own effort. Yeah. And they got their butts whooped. And you know what? I did a message series, a message on that once. I called it AI, AI, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly it. So in the New Covenant, walking in rest, yeah, we see it explained throughout the Bible. Galatians is a great place to go. It says if you walk by the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And it shows you that when, when we follow the Lord through the leadership of the Holy Spirit, even in these battles, he's going to say, here's what you do. Here's what you believe. Here's how you fight it. And when we go, I'm going to try to take this one on by myself, now we've gotten, we've left the rest. We're trying to do it on ourselves where we're supposed to have ceased from our own works. Mm-hmm. Now we're right back into our own works. To me, that's how that works. Okay, here, let me add <laughs> another. It, it is exactly, yeah. that's a very good explanation. Let me add another thought to it. Okay, we're facing a battle. I don't know what it is at your house, whatever it is. You don't, you have not yet heard from God on what to do. You don't have a plan. You're, you're crying out for one. You've, you've done your best to put your heart and life in the best place you can to say, Lord, I need some help. You may be, maybe even have counseled with some godly people to say, what would you do or how would you handle that? And you still don't know what to do. How can you walk in that rest? You believe God anyway. That's good. You know what? This is all about faith and trust. It isn't all about always knowing exactly what to do, though those things were all part of the Old Testament story and the New Testament story. Hear from God. Jesus said, go get that donkey. And, you know, say that if the guy says something to you, tell him that the master has need of him. And they went and, and you had to have faith to go do that. Yeah. I'm going to go untie two people's <laughs> a Colton donkey and, in the middle of town. That'd be like, 
Go give me a Ferrari and a Mustang. They're sitting down there at Cocoa Village. You know, the keys are in them. Go get them. That would take some, you know, <laughs> I'm not even courage. Say, yeah, courage <laughs> is the word. I was going to say, here's the deal. It's faith. It's believe God. And there's some incredible saying here. It says, therefore, that since there's a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to fall short of it. Then he says, for... Um, uh, he goes, for he who entered this rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Here's, here's, here's the thought. Okay, something's going on in my life. I don't know the answer to it, but the Bible tells me I need to cease from my works. That's good. And I need to rest. How do I do that? Well, Lord, I do not know how this is going to work out. But I believe you. you. My life is in your hands. My times are in your hands. You will complete the good work you've begun in me. And then I just start rolling on yes. all those kinds of things that I know from, from being in situations where I had no idea what the answer is and saying, Lord, it's you or it's nothing. And we are trusting you. We're believing you. You're going to come through in this situation. I believe you. It, let us, that's my job to do. And then it says, let us hold fast our confession. So what's that mean? I get done. I'm like, it is finished. It's a finished work. Thank you for doing it. And then five minutes later, you know, and I just don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah. It, I didn't hold fast. Yeah. I let it go. I just started talking about the problem and how hard it is. And I get it. Absolutely. It is hard sometimes. It's difficult. I've got loved ones right now dealing with, with life-threatening stuff. And I could, I could stand around and talk about that. Or I could say, he who hath begun a good work in me will yes. complete it into the day of our Lord Amen. Jesus Christ. Yes. He is faithfully started it who will also finish. You could say it either way. I think that when you when you do that, Pastor Dan, that that is a place of rest, as much as it feels like it's not. Because I, I've been in places so many times, and so, take something simple. I'm trying to accomplish a task, and I just can't figure out how to get it done. <laughs> I stop because now I'm striving. I'm striving and I'm getting mad. You're describing my welding experience yeah. <laughs> last night. I'm striving and I'm getting mad. And I'm what I'm learning is in that moment, stop, set it all down and walk away oh, and God. let the Holy Come Spirit on. begin to move in you because you, you're, where, now you're working. Where were you last night? Pull back <laughs> pull back and rest. You could help me. Even in the hard stuff. We'll talk more about it in just a minute. We'll take a quick break. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Coca Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Mark your calendars for Overlook Ministries' first concert fundraiser on April 30th. The event starts at 6 p.m. with food trucks, tours of their residential treatment house, and a concert that starts at 7, led by East Coast Christian Center's worship pastor, Chris Johnson. Come be a part of saving men's lives and restoring families. Mothers want their sons back, wives are missing their husbands, and children want their daddies home. Find more information and location of the event through Facebook by searching Overlook Ministries or you can go to www.overlookministries.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29 seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Yeah, well, man, what an exciting chapter to yep. read. You know, we've been talking about, you know, our responsibility. And, and why is it our responsibility? Well, see, God did it. He finished the work. We have a finished work. Jesus did it all on Calvary. When, Jesus, when God created the earth, he created everything everything on the earth, everything we needed. It's a finished work. And so most of this depends on us. They didn't believe they didn't enter into the promised land. So it, 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 there's some dependence on us, but all that is dependent upon us is to say, I believe. Yeah. Yes, Lord. And the last one is incredible because this is where we always end up or we can end up anyway. It says, let us Verse 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. 
You know, I think of the Syrophoenician woman. Mm. I think of, I think of the, the 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 woman with the issue of blood that's walking along, and I think of the blind man crying out to Jesus. Yeah, man, I don't know where you're at, but all you got to do is come boldly, grab the hem of his garment, and just say, Lord, I know. Yeah. That you can do this. Unmerited favor. Grace is unmerited oh, favor. Right. When you have faith in Christ Jesus, God favors you. I want to tell you that today, right now, believer. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, God favors you, favors you, Ooh. and he will freely give us all things. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.